0: Rochelle is getting herself some tea. We're sitting here just waiting, just recording, waiting for the. Uh, wait, you don't sound autistic to start. You know what? Uh, I keep thinking, should we change that? Or is that something? Do you think we should leave it the way it is? The intro. Yeah, the intro. I'm ready for a new intro. You ready for a new intro? Should we start it right now? No, just the intro in, in general. Like, like I, I, I used to listen to the Tom Leica show back in the day. And his intro was like a Metallica song, you know? And so it was like, banana, 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 Can I do that legally? Can I make that noise? Okay, really? I can't go banana, banana. What if I just said banana? Banana, banana, and then another nana. Can I say that? Even though it sounds kind of like the song? No one can hear you right now. They can only hear me. So you got to talk faster all right uh, okay oh then you want to change it though i mean like all of a sudden like when you watch a show nbc you know like all those different like they all look at me i'm ripping everyone off can i do that no <laughs> no 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 everyone 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 knows that we're not nbc
1: we are blake and rochelle and we have blake our own thing and rochelle We have our own thing. But
0: I'm parodying it if I say it like that. Right, but
1: I want people to parody you and not us parody them. You have original music. Everything we've done is original. It needs to stay that way.
0: Let's see. Wait. You don't sound autistic. uh, What is an autistic person? Wait. Sound like? You're autistic? Yeah, I'm telling you that. You don't even look autistic. But but we're talking about... Yeah. but, But I don't buy it. But I, I was diagnosed with autism and ADHD and anxiety and depression. You don't sound autistic. What's a good song? Okay, are let's come Are you actually up with...
1: recording? Yeah, why not? Oh, goodness.
0: I thought we were doing this. Oh, goodness.
1: Oh, good grief.
0: Ooh. Oh, so you can't do that either. That's Charlie. I almost said Charlie Sheen. That's. What's the other Charlie's name?
1: Charlie Brown? Yeah. There are three words. I can say Charlie three words. Charlie Brown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good
0: grief. Charlie Sheen might have said that when he found out he had. Uh, you know that thingy he has. We're
1: so way off point. No, but that's the we're whole not, point. This isn't we're starting with this, are we? Yeah, why not? No, this isn't like.
0: Ba-na-na, 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 na-na, na-na. <laughs> this is when the music kicks in. I'm gonna spray you with neem oil. Like lendered neem oil? No. <laughs> you
1: know I, like that? I, no, I don't want to start this way.
0: Oh, I'm leaving this in. No, I'm leaving it in. Ba-na-na. Banana. You know what that is, right? Why? Okay. Jesus Christ! If you could see her face right now. I'm some water. They're making me nervous. Ah. <laughs> this is why we're not together. You're wearing red. You're wearing our kid's least favorite color.
1: Yeah, he's asleep.
0: All right. You remember what if what if that was that triggers me too?
1: Fine, I'll take it off.
0: Yeah, buddy, she's taking it off. Oh, buddy.
1: It's game day. I'm allowed to wear game day colors.
0: Tampa Bay sucking ears.
1: Oh my gosh. Please start this over. This is not the vibe we want to have going into this. Oh my
0: god, this has been great.
1: No it hasn't. There's gotta be
0: some good there's there's a couple nuggets in here. Keep Let it me if leave you
1: it. want, but I mean I don't want to start the episode this way. Like Oh, I'm gonna leave him in. I'm leaving it in. So, if you want to do the whole thing by yourself, that's fine, but... Okay.
0: Well, maybe I could. Go for it. I'm pretty good at doing this by myself. Okay. Watch this. <clears throat> Rochelle, help me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny.
0: <laughs> See? You need the first four minutes in order for that to no,
1: be good. No. This is... This is... All no. right.
0: Okay, here we go. No, we're supposed to do like a cute little fun thing. There's funny stuff in here. Trust me. I listen to it. Remember when we got married, I remember it like it was yesterday, because it feels like it's been a hundred years, and that's only because you're a hundred years old, and when we got married, we did a video, we did the, um, uh, that video that we did that you hated, in the moment.
1: The eHarmony video?
0: Yes, the harmony video, you hated that, and then... After, like when we were doing it, That's we could because record it forever. Were, and then afterward, I edited it together and you were like, oh my God, you were yeah, right. But, it okay, was beautiful. See, there's the
1: keywords. See, as an actor in the video, I didn't feel like I was getting very confidence-boosting directing. I, I was getting more and more insecure. I'm okay.
0: I'm, look, okay. I'm not going to say I'm Stanley Kubrick, but I'm probably very close to him in, in the fact that I'm amazing at, at directing. And so just like in The Shining directing Shelley Duvall I was directing you and I was like okay she's not a great actress so she's that, not a great actress right let's not name names here but I'm just gonna say the actress I was working with in the scene wasn't great I needed to oomph I needed some oomph so I cranked up the moomph
1: the insecurity you thought that would be great tension
0: it looked good on the screen you're not loving this huh No. oh this is gonna be good stuff No. all right okay what are we let's see and i'll put a little i'm gonna stop it i'm gonna go back five minutes 53 seconds six minutes in this is this is beautiful
1: no (laughs) no not at all
0: okay stop
1: gonna be we gotta start it together okay be in sync
0: okay let's start it together okay you ready ready let's hold each other's penises i don't have one She said you're nothing. La- you're she said nothing about sex. So I so, I thought of the least sexual thing I could think of. Okay. So just so you know, everyone, I'm having water tonight,
1: <laughs> and a beer. Yes. Yes. I'm drinking tea with honey. THC. Oh, that's funny. <clears> yeah, I know.
0: That would be a great name for a, a a company. Oh. THC. It's just like I the other day I was telling you I was thinking it'd be a cute T-shirt. To have a shirt with a with an iguana, right? Who became mayor of his city? Oh, right, Mayor Iguana.
1: Mayor Iguana. Yep, I re- yeah. I remember. It took me a minute to visualize it though, because you know, letters. Well, in, at first in my I mind. said
0: mayor like a horse,
1: right? And that that was hard too. And, yeah. And so I aren't...
0: figured Mayor Iguana is funnier. That's funnier. Yeah, yeah. like cause and it's did, a funnier you...
1: visual. Yeah, because yeah. you know, like yeah. oh, I'm Mayor Iguana. Yeah. Oh, is is he awake? No, he's probably just rolling over. Okay. He better not be. He just went to sleep.
0: Good. All right. So let's um, talk about stuff. All right. Let's see where we at. Um, Welcome back. Right. Let's get back into the episodes. Let me think. How do we do this?
1: You got a lot of energy.
0: I told you first. Someone put a quarter in my butt.
1: Yeah. First uh, week of the year must be really good for you.
0: No, not so good. I don't know.
1: Okay. Well, welcome back. Thank
0: you. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of You Don't Sound Autistic. I'm Blake. And I'm Michelle. And I'm still autistic.
1: And I'm not.
0: Still not. Even though today you did have some autistic tendencies. Did I really? I think so. What did I do? I don't know. Some autistic shit.
1: (laughs) I was sensory sensitive at one point. You were.
0: Oh, what was that? It was. Oh, can you explain that? Because I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> no it was in it was uh we were at target we went to target we had to run well target, target. any
1: in general i mean he's getting better in big box stores but for a long time i have a I little, am getting better thank you <laughs> i have a little ptsd from last I have year
0: a huge uh never mind go ahead
1: because last year trying to go into any store with declan before we understood that he had big box store aversion was just terrifying i mean i used to what, have
0: bbsd Oh, uh, no. BBSA. Huh? Big box store aversion. BBSA.
1: Sure. Retail store version is what I've heard it uh, oh. also. But Sorry. Um, it's just, you know, overwhelming Now he's doing better with his sensory integration. So it's not quite so overstimulating to him. But I just haven't been feeling really great. And so when my body's not feeling well and I don't have a great um, like sense of physical wellness, then my emotions become... Just more tentative, and then I just become more sensory sensitive to everything, like the screeching, the lady with the screeching bucket that was really annoying. And What the screeching bucket? You didn't hear? The, she was no, like, go Me-me-me-me. back
0: and, and help me remember.
1: She had that big plastic blue container, and she kept, you know, like, you know, I thought it had Where wheels or something at Target. She was wheeling it. See, this must be the difference, because I'm not, normally this would have been really irritating no, to I you. I don't remember this. Oh, that's shocking to me.
0: I remember the blue lady. She wasn't blue. The was screeching bucket. It
1: was the the screeching bucket was blue. Oh, it the was screeching huge. B- okay, it was like a camping size thing. And she even walked out in front of us. Oh, okay. I don't know.
0: Oh. Thank you, medicine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. All right.
1: So, anyways. Um,
0: oh, let's really start the episode by talking about you know all the things that annoy everyone by telling everyone to join well, the let's Facebook. Let's not put group. that energy out. Okay, there. Okay, let's let's talk about all the things that really excite people. Joining the Facebook group,
1: or how to find us, and, and how to find us, all those kinds of you good know, things. Yeah, this you know,
0: is good. you take it from the top.
1: Well, Cause, yeah, because we
0: normally w- I do it, and I have an well, amazing d- voice, and you have an even even amazinger voice.
1: <laughs> We're working on positive reinforcement techniques here. <laughs> I was thinking
0: of saying something negative, but I decided to turn it positive.
1: Good for you. Thank good. you. Good. No. Yes. Absolutely. Plus we,
0: signs all around.
1: We have a Facebook group called You Don't Sound Autistic. YDSA. And um, we invite you to the group, invite you to join the conversation.
0: And we'd like to welcome our 108th member, whose name I don't (laughs) remember.
1: But we can find out.
0: No, because they're a member of our group.
1: Oh, I get that. That's clever. Thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to name everyone because that's not fair, because I didn't sit there and name everybody, but um, eh, what the hell, Amanda, thank you. Thank you for joining the group. She's going to sit there and go, what the and all of a sudden be like, they, they named me. Yeah.
1: Um, and then we also wanted to make sure that you knew how to contact us for a variety of reasons. We have people who reach out all the time with thoughts um, after listening to any of the episodes. We, we, and if you're not listening to the current episode and you have thoughts on a previous one, it does not matter. Just, you know, reach out. But we have people who are reaching out to us in a variety of ways. We wanted to make sure that everyone knew how. Um, obviously, the Facebook group is a great way, but it, it, it's a very public way also. It, it, even though it's a private group, you know we don't have um, a lot of restrictions around who can join. We want the group to be uh, the community to grow. So you can reach out uh, in a more private setting through um, Rochelle Firefly Chandler for with Instagram private message. Or you can find um, me at Facebook, Rochelle Chandler. Or you can find Blake at Blake Fertig.
0: Which everyone knows is F as in Frank, E-R-T as in Tom, I-G. Not S as in Sam, E-R-P-I-G for Sir Pig.
1: Yeah, I get that one too. Thank you. You can also find Blake on SoundCloud. I'll uh, Just again, search for Blake Furtick. He is posting his music there, which I'm very proud of you for doing, by the way. I Thank think you. it's very cool.
0: Yeah, and if you are interested in listening to some awesome tunes, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift has a new album out came out in the last two years. Rochelle listens to it all the time. <laughs> we're that is not the you. album that I'm talking about. No, we're promoting you. We're pro- oh, right. right, right we're, we're promoting me. Right. Yes, my music is also amazing.
1: Or you could send an email to support at RochelleChandler.com. So yes. share the show. Um, and then also let us know how you're finding the show because we are very excited for the community to continue to grow, but we are also you know, interested in, in what we're doing producing that appeals to you so that we can continue to produce content for a group
0: of autistic people who are typically not very quiet y'all are some quiet mother effers let me let me say that (laughs) i'm just saying because i we i'm not quite well i'm not super quiet declan is not super quiet that's true and rochelle's not even autistic and she's not super quiet no. It would be great if especially just for how you found us uh will be very helpful for us. So we really appreciate just any just, any feedback you give us, uh, you know, even if it's well if it's negative just send it to me privately and I will take it deep in my soul and um I'll never let it go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we do take everything to heart, but...
0: But you can rate the show, go to Apple Music, iTunes, Audible, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We also do want to start a glossary of terms. Yep. If there are any terminologies that I guess you couldn't just Google yourself, but in reality, uh, it would be nice for us to include those types of things in the show. So we're gonna. I'm going to be taking notes here. Yep. Um, I'm actually going to open a notepad right now that I just said that. Perfect. And um, from last episode, the thing that we talked about that I remember sticking out was what Fires together, together, wires together. together. Yes, I got it. Can you explain again what that is? I got
1: it backwards for most of the last episode because, you know, I'm dyslexic. So that really sucked. I was listening back and I was like, I got it wrong. I got it wrong again. I got it wrong again. It's what fires together, wires together. And it's a neuroscience concept. Um, I understand it now, I think. Can yeah. I,
0: can maybe, maybe, can I explain it and sure. then if, if I think I understand it and then please. you can tell me is that, or am I jumping in too much? No, please. So I think, I mean, it seems simple enough, but the idea, cause when you said wires together, fires together, I was like, yeah, that seems okay. But then when you said it the other way, I was like, oh, I understand.
1: Yeah. It makes more sense when it's right.
0: Because, so the idea being as something is happening, that's what's actually creating the neural pathways in your brain. Correct. And so... That's why it's the firing that does the wiring. Yes. Ooh, maybe that yes. would have been. Yes. That's it's cool. It's the firing that does the vi- the wiring that does the wiring.
1: Well, then I was reading a couple of different articles about it, research papers that have kind of um, dug deep on the concept because this co- concept in neuroscience has been around for a very long time. And so I know that there's, you know, different neuroscience articles are kind of trying to figure out exactly how it happens. But the truth of the matter is we're still learning about the brain all the time. And we have some general ideas of like what exactly fires and how it happens and what's in sync at the moment. And conceptually, I think that's for the neuroscientists to figure out what matters to us mainly is the result of the behavior and how that impacts, you know, what our experience is for daily life. Because if you don't know that every single thought that you have fires off neurochemicals, which then triggers, you know, a variety of different processes within the body that range from, you know, different hormones that get produced, um, your, your um, pupils can dilate in different ways, your blood volume can change, your just even, you know, whether you're shallow breathing or deep breathing can change, whether your, your immune system is in attack mode, or whether it's in rebuilding mode, like your each thought can send your body either into fight or flight, or into rest and digest. And what's important to know about that is the Part of our body that goes into fight or flight or rest and digest is called an autonomic nervous system. And it is a it's a light switch. Everyone knows that it's you're either in one or the other. You can't be in both
0: unless they don't know it. Well,
1: <laughs> but you're in one or the other. So it's like a light switch. You're either on or off. You're either in rest and digest or in fight or flight. And what a lot of people don't understand. And I, well, it's coming around more and more. I'm seeing more and more of it in, you know, in a lot of different um not mainstream media, but it, in a lot of the coaching and educational things that are coming forward from people, this is becoming a more common concept. But it's important that if you have one thought that's like, oh, I'm never gonna get there. Oh, I'm late again. And I just can't, you know, and it's negative thought after negative thought. You, with those thoughts, can put your body in fight or flight just that fast. And then, did you know this? That if you continue to think, That one negative thought for 16 or 17 seconds, it'll trigger another negative thought to come. That same... Let
0: me ask you a question. If I trigger positive thoughts, do positive thoughts come
1: after Yes. Do they? They do. So for 16 or 17 seconds, whatever you are thinking and of course we know that that thought is going to trigger all the neurochemicals and hormones, and then it's going to create a feeling and then you're going to feel that feeling in your body and that's going to trigger another thought. So you can see the loop starting, but every 16 or 17 seconds, whatever pathway those thoughts and feelings are on, it's going to trigger another thought and feeling of that same pathway. So it's important to know that one even if you find yourself down a loop of thoughts and feelings that don't make you feel really great, you can change your mind. Um, it's, it, you know, and kind of change the momentum. I'm really struggling to feel like you're listening to me. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was. I know you had a cool new toy. And it's really interesting that you brought that in because I, I almost bought you that for Christmas. Oh, good. How'd you get it?
0: I bought it for myself.
1: Well, dang. For Christmas. I literally would have bought, I literally, the same thing, not quite this, there were other designs, but yeah. it was this very same toy gadget thing.
0: Sorry. It's, I, I, so I brought this out. I wanted to see how long it took my therapist the other day to to notice I was playing with it. Okay. The difference is that.
1: Were you testing me too? A little bit. Oh.
0: Uh, the difference is she can't see my hand, so she just sees me looking down. Oh. So I assume that she just thought I was riding. Oh. Yeah. No, I was, um, it's, it's called a Shishibo Okay. Box. Yep. That's, app. And, uh, it's a cool little fun thing. I was going to
1: buy one for you and Declan. Yeah.
0: Oh, don't, don't buy one it. for Declan. he will break it. Good to know. Cause he almost broke this one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, for the reason I brought the, just uh, th- as far as an ADHD, there, there's all these fidget toys yep. and stuff. I wish that, I wish that we had some kind of, uh, promotional something. To go through so I could be like oh this is something that we can promote but no in reality it's just it's, it's something that I'm just messing around with and uh, but it's again it's called a shishibo box it's uh, something you find on Amazon right. easily um, they have all these kinds of fidget toys it's sort of like a com- like a b- it's like the difference between a fidget toy and like a Rubik's Cube or something well this like is way Rubik's cooler. Snake. I mean, ra- Oh yeah, it looks Rubik's really cool. Rubik's
1: cubes have that you know there's some formula you've got to decode oh, in order. there's a formula to it, I'm sure. But this thing just seems endlessly creative.
0: There's a lot of creativity. It's apparently 70 different shapes yeah. and combinations that yeah. you can come up with for this for this guy.
1: Well, but and I like how something. it has two different contrasting oh, designs on it.
0: More than two. There's like five.
1: Different designs, yeah. Oh, I guess I see that now. Yeah, well, I see three. There's
0: There's, okay, Okay. maybe three. Well,
1: anyways, I know that fidget toys are really common. I don't have a problem with the fidget toy, it's just this one just seems so much more. I don't know how to explain it. Like, this feels like more than a fidget toy. See,
0: yeah, that's cute, pretty to look at. Yep, anyway, sorry. I'm I know I'm trying to, I'm listening. I don't know what the hell you were talking about before because you got distracted. It must be nice. It must be nice to just sit around and get distracted all day.
1: Because <laughs> I got distracted. Do you know how many times you know you cut me off from a sentence and then um, I have to work really hard to come back to it and make my point? And I'm, I find my way back to my point most often. I'm very proud of myself. But it takes a hell of a lot of energy.
0: <laughs> yeah, good for you. You know, it must be nice to be uh, neurotypical. I don't have Am that I? opportunity.
1: Am I totally neurotypical? I'm dyslexic. No, you're a
0: little on the... I can't say that. (laughs)
1: Thanks. (laughs) Damn it.
0: Dang it. All right, I got more things to talk about. Yes, you do. Okay, let me see. Do we talk about swimming? No. Oh, so something that was it my idea?
1: I don't know. We've both been talking about swimming for a while, but but I feel like I've been dreaming about him being in swimming. I know,
0: but I'm just, I'm just saying, like if we were gonna, if someone, okay, if someone's gonna take credit. For him being an Olympic athlete. At the very end, who's parent number two? Is it you? I think it's you.
1: What? Because I'm just saying,
0: okay, who's got more swimming experience with him? Bingo. That is not
1: fair. I have to work on Saturdays.
0: Okay. Who has more swimming experience in their life?
1: You're comparing my lifetime to your lifetime now? Yeah. You're reaching deep, dude.
0: Okay. Anyway, so I have a lot more swimming experience than Rochelle does.
1: <laughs> okay, that's not the point. The point is no. That the point is that when Blake I was talking wants- to my
0: therapist the other day, I was saying how amazing it would be for Declan to uh, do something very physical, and I was thinking that swimming would be really a great opportunity for him. And what she said was that swimming in and oh, and I wrote this in a different area. than I just sent. Hold on, I sent it to myself. Where is that note? Oh, children with autism are naturally drawn to water. Yes. Which hit home with me mm-hmm. and made me immediately hit home on Declan's behalf.
1: <laughs> yeah, our pediatrician talked to us about this at both his three-year and his two-and-a-half-year wellness check, remember? She said yeah, gymnastics. I
0: don't, I, don't, I, can't, I, I don't always have a hard, an easy time paying attention to at those things. Okay, and that's
1: fair. But she's she told us gymnastics, horseback riding, and swimming.
0: She did see swimming. She did. See, it's the horseback riding and the gymnastics that she always seems to cling to. She does. And I don't
1: like those. I have always said out of the three, I would prefer swimming. I just there's something soothing about swimming. He loves the water. I just feel that like he naturally gravitates to swimming a little bit more. And then I do have this, you know, you think about what sports um, you're, you're kind of guiding your children through because he has this heavy need for crashing. He loves to crash. And he has a need for speed and he has, you know, this really, really strong kick in his legs and you just think about, okay, how do you add all that up? And I was talking to a client this week also, um, about him and saying, gosh, you know, if I ever have to call out because I've got a broken wrist or a broken finger, it's going to be because my son kicked me and he's just that dang strong. And he's like, really? Now this is a client of mine that I've been healing. He's a professional, uh, was a professional sports athlete and multiple injuries, so it's taken us some time. And he goes, Well, have you ever thought about water polo? Which I hadn't. I'd only been ever envisioning, you know, like Michael Phelps and the kind of the the lane swimming. And so I was like, ooh, water polo. That's a totally different mechanics because you're using your body in a different way and, and you're kicking to kind of stand, you know, not stand up, but kind of propel yourself above the water. And so um we both kind of seem to come back to this idea of swimming at the same time this week. Yeah. But I will say what, what Blake is searching for here, and I'm going to give it to him, is you're searching for, hey! and rightly deserve all the credit. Who's going to therapy here, me or you? Hold on. You rightly deserve all of the credit. Forget this, folks. He made all the phone calls, all the email inquiries, has done 100% of the communication. And
0: I can say the word inquiries without saying, sounding weird
1: oh did I say it weird
0: you said inquiries
1: oh well it's a weird word for me so but you did all the work uh, from a communication standpoint and I was standing back going
0: I made phone calls I made emails I did all those things
1: you did and then when we walked into the establishment today he, the guy says hi I'm so-and-so and he goes hi I'm and they knew each other and it was like oh that's usually my role but you did it and you did it fabulously and it was wonderful
0: wonderfully fabulously sounds a little bit too much like uh my mom.
1: Okay. Well, fair enough. Then you did it wonderfully. Thank you. And I was really proud to have no part in it because it meant that you did it all. I, I really appreciated that. Right.
0: So like you said, you did nothing. And <laughs> I, d-
1: <laughs> I was giving you credit. You're funny. <laughs> no, it's a big deal to make those phone calls. I know.
0: And, I, and hey, for me, this is especially a big deal. I will, you know, I want to. I want to say this because let's go back to that as a as a conversation point. When we first started dating, you know, anytime there was something to, you know, a a reservation, or sure. I was like, hey, and would you please make this call? And you were like, well, how come it's always me? Why is it always the girl? Why is it always the woman rather that has to make these phone calls where the man? You know, and then I, I don't imagine like with my friend Richard, mm-hmm. I don't imagine Richard is like, hey, honey, can you make this call? Because I'm embarrassed. He's probably like, yo, it's rich. Yo, it's this is dick. <laughs> well, make make that res. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is that how the OC talks? They're like, oh, what's up, dick? <laughs>
1: Well, Richard's a very naturally confident person, and but he, but he married a very um, proactive person, also. Like she's she's out there making a lot of phone calls on behalf of of the family and her son. No,
0: but I'll, I'm I'm not talking about. I'm just I was just mentioning him as as in comparison to me. In that, oh in yeah, that, you guys are nine, like when I met Richard, there. he was he's very like, um, what's the word? Obnoxious is not the word. I hope he hears this because I wanted to say that just to see if he goes. <laughs> Wait a minute! I'm not obnoxious. No, but no, but he's no, but he's he's one of those people that he's
1: outgoing.
0: He's outgoing. Yes, that's not obnoxious.
1: No, it's yeah. confident. It can't. Okay, from a sense, let's just for one second though, for insecure, sensory sensitive people. So you're talking about emotions that are not positive. If you kind of are on a, a, a loop inside your mind and your thoughts and your feelings that aren't positive, and you're sending those those more fight or flight chemicals through your body and you're feeling more insecure, right? So that's one sense of sensory. But then you're also sensory sensitive or almost sensory avoidant, and you come across a very confident, very outgoing person like Richard.
0: Well, you know like how-
1: it, it can be a clash.
0: You know like a Tony Robbins type of guy? Yeah. Who, if anyone doesn't know who that is, he's a uh, he's famous for being like a- Confidence boosting, like motivational speaker. T- motiv- right? Yeah, motivational speaker. That Richard. That's what he should be doing for a living. He would. He's like the kind of guy who like meets someone like a Tony. Oh, Robbins he's a
1: master now. And is like,
0: you're rich. <laughs> what a coincidence. I'm gonna be rich. <laughs> Because Richard Richard his, his name is Richard.
1: Right. He understands networking and he understands oh, yeah. connections with people. Absolutely. Richard makes genuine connections with people because yeah. he connects to people on an emotional level, which if you're not ready to emotionally. You mean rich. Sorry. See, you're working hard to throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. For individuals who are not ready to emotionally connect with someone else, that can be overstimulating. No, it's
0: not, though. I think that. See, that's the thing that's really. It, see. We should we should have him on the show or something somehow. Okay, um,
1: make that happen, admin.
0: I, I I I might be able to do it. <laughs> His wife is probably listening, um, because we did our podcast. You guys had a great podcast. We, yeah, we had a great we had a great podcast that no one. Thank you very much, everyone. You didn't listen to our podcast. It was amazing. It was a
1: little before its time.
0: It was it was ahead of its time. Yeah, but it was really it, it was it was still brilliant really great. nonetheless. Um. But our communication, I think, was really great. Yeah, and and uh,
1: I just miss my friend. Well, and you both shared. See, I this... have
0: I have three friends, and I miss one of them. I miss all of them. I miss all three of them.
1: You guys also shared a special interest about it. You had you had the same shared interest, which made the podcast just bounce between the two of you because you were so knowledgeable and so referential, and you guys could bring all this context in ways that most
0: because we both went to film school oh that's right 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 well i went to he's gonna hate this (laughs) (laughs) don't do it don't okay i won't do it we both went to film school (laughs) yes (laughs) yes.
1: he knows what i'm saying yes that's (laughs) That's right so swimming we're excited we told we told um you beat me to this actually i was really proud of you for this also um
0: do we need to write down in the glossary of terms what swimming is
1: no but last night when i Got off work and um, joined up with you guys. I I started. I thought I was starting the conversation to tell Declan we were going to go see these swimming pools today. Oh yeah, but you had already. You had were the late. Convers- yeah.
0: Oh, because I, dude, I've been pumped. I'm like, this is a thing that when I was a kid, we had a pool at my house. Right. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying I got. I was very lucky. My mom, really, it's my mom who should brag. Right. Because if my mom had not met a very successful italian man with a pool mm-hmm. i would not be the man i am today <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true in a lot of ways actually <laughs> it's
0: probably very true um i would not be the mario kart driver i am um and i would not be the swimmer i am okay okay but I was just actually saying, cause this but, the story no, that you told me
1: about you swimming yeah. over the summer But like my they've...
0: dad is the one that really taught me to swim and my mom's the one that taught me to drive strange but true I remember, I'll never forget, I was probably seven years old.
1: And your mom taught you to drive?
0: My mom taught me, yes. At seven? Yeah. Brave. Look at you trying to be funny.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, it was too easy. Oh my
0: God. I'm scared. Man, maybe I should leave. Rochelle's got the mic. (laughs)
1: I is this never, an open mic? I never get that. <laughs> okay. Is this an open
0: mic? Keep going. Oh, my goodness.
1: Stay on track.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to.
1: Seven years old. You're Seven years old.
0: Win. I'm in a swimming pool, and I'm doing an open mic. <laughs> and Michelle is there, and she's just killing it. Yeah, I know. Um, no, but I'm swimming, and and my my grandpa used to do like lap. He was a total douchebag, my grandpa. God rest his soul. Right, and so he would do like you probably know, like the,
1: undiagnosed uh, neurodiversity whatever. though. Just just, yeah. just to say, just to say, because you're, 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 okay, fair okay, enough. Okay, you know it's a God common thing. God rest his
0: his autistic soul. Right, but it's, he was a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so we talked you, we talked about that the other day. You were saying something about being an asshole. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. You can be it's, an asshole. You can common. be a douchebag. You can be all those things. Get, try and it's try it's and a be aware, being self aware. Right, helps. Right, helps it a helps. bit. So anyway, so I'm in the pool, I think I'm seven, trying to swim. Dad's holding my belly or whatever, and he's like trying to help me move around. And then all of a sudden he like, just like on the bicycle, my dad helped me ride. He taught me how to learn, a, uh, taught me how to learn, taught me how to ride a bicycle. And he's the one that I credit with teaching me how to swim. My mom's the one I credit with teaching me how to drive. My dad did not have patience for that because I no, was driving I'm a sure stick, driving in a 69 Volkswagen. No. He was yeah. not cool. So anyway, with the swimming thing. All of a sudden, I'm swimming, and he's like, dude, you're swimming, you're swimming. I'm like, eh, go blah, 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 (laughs) blah. Like, all of a sudden, you recognize that you're like, I am swimming. But it was just, uh, it was an amazing experience. And always, always, I was always swimming um, around both parents. And it's something, it's, it's, uh, I think the reason I'm so excited for Declan and why I would be excited for any, any, grown up or any child to, to get into swimming. Just if you have, if you have a gym that has a pool or if you have a pool, I mean, you're very lucky.
1: A community pool, community pool or access to a pool. There's a lot of, um, children's pools that are popping up as like swim lessons. Yeah. Uh, A lot of companies actually. And, uh, we, we just visited two of them today and we asked the question like, are your instructors um, trained in working with autistic and hyperactive children. because definitely- And
0: they said no, they let them drown. So the good oh, news is, <laughs> if you like, don't like your child, that is, stop, take stop, them stop. swimming. That I'm is- just joking for
1: crying out loud. I was impressed because both facilities... <laughs> you
0: didn't think that was kind of funny?
1: Well, but you said it was such a straight face, man. That's what I do. Um, no, the, but both facilities said absolutely all of their instructors are trained um, to work with kids uh, of all different special varieties. needs yeah varieties of needs and yeah um and they keep their class ratios four to one so i thought that was also really awesome because that's important that one-on-one time yeah so yeah both
0: and some of them like so th- th- that was an interesting decision i think on our part was the one school seemed to be more focused on the class portion of it didn't really explain anything about personal lessons or anything like that And on the other side of it they said, however, if you sign up for a class and let's say that there was a time available and only one child signed up and that was your child and not the other three kids because it was a four-child limit, that they're not going to cancel the class. No, you would still get on the one-on-one
1: of, at the group rate. One right. one of the two companies, though, actually offered a discount right. for autistic children, which at first I thought... Was insulting. I was insulted I'm for a joking. moment. I'm joking. No, no, no. For a moment, I kind really? of... really. For a moment, I thought. Oh man, I'll take a discount.
0: Senior discount, but autism discount. I'll take it.
1: Fair enough. But I quickly realized that I thought it was so much. I thought it was an act of compassion on behalf of the business because, on one hand, you could make the argument that neurodiverse children need these services more, and so the you know capitalist thing to do would be to not give a discount. But the compassionate thing to be would be like. These parents already go through therapies, probably multiple therapies. They're going through, you know, they have they have more specialized diets, which are so more expensive. So ask the question,
0: I guess, would be the... A- absolutely right? ask, ask the question. You, do you happen to offer a discount for children that are neurodivergent or neurodiverse? Absolutely. Or and autistic?
1: I said, I said autistic and hyperactive yeah. um, is how I phrased it because... You did. Just, I don't know if that's what came out. But but I ended up taking it as like, wow, that's really, really cool because we do get, we have extra expenses... And it's not optional. Like, we're not putting our children in elective things, you know, just because we're looking for new experiences. Like, you know, there's, there's one to three therapies per child. There's just all this extra stuff that comes with it. And I just, I thought that was really cool of them. So definitely ask the question. And then did you notice at the first facility, so I'm going to sidetrack real quick away from swimming. Because we have the benefit of being near a facility called We Rock the... spectrum Spectrum gym and it is a sensory play day like they have 12 different types of swings and they have a zip liner and they have a trampoline can i interject because
0: back when i was a kid we called it uh discovery zone They had this place called Discovery Zone. I've been to Discovery Zone. And they closed them down because people would get hurt and stuff
1: like that. Yeah, but that's a little overstimulating. No, but I'm just
0: saying saying as far as like a thing that was like, there was like Chuck E. Cheese and then there was Discovery Zone and now there's this thing called We Rock the Spectrum and if they have anything like that near you...
1: Yeah, Definitely look, look it into up. it. They're, they are nationwide. I don't know how... But but it was made specifically with neurodivergent children in mind because mm. the sensory needs are more... Um, well, it's Can a, you
0: explain a little bit more about
1: it is? a unique combination what it because is? it's a gym that has... Um, okay, so just hold on. So they have a, an area for toys that's like more cognitive development with toys. They have a place for imaginative play. They have a place for like... Um, gross and fine motor skills. You're talking about like the light bright on the wall, and so you know really detailed work.
0: Right, but they have then a swing area. Then
1: they have all the sensory area where they do have a swing. They have a zip line. They have a, a netted trampoline. They have a rock wall. Um, they have like tunnels. You can close like the the crawling tunnels. Like it's just it's basically. OT. It's occupational therapy for families, you know, yeah. and it's really cool because you get to go and experience this. And if, and if you're the parent that that hosts or takes your children to occupational therapy on a regular basis, like all of these things will sound familiar because these are things that you're doing to kind of, you know, develop that bilateral movement or that, you know, trying to resolve that um, low muscle tone on one side or the other, or you're just trying to move the right and the left arms and legs across the midline to, activate that part of the brain so that the right and left brain are communicating better and um, at the same time you know we know that jumping and swinging and spinning are really critical activities for the brain to experience from the vestibular system so the vestibular system is a fancy word of talking about the balancing system that exists literally between our ears so when people say oh i have vertigo Um, Or I'm getting dizzy. You know, like that's the vestibular system that exists in that part of the brain right on the inside um, behind the ears. And spinning gives that kind of vestibular input. Jumping um, gives it uh, swinging back and forth or side to side. And that's why a lot of us have these swings um, here in in the house. I have a trampoline in the house. We rock the spectrum, provides all of that. We rock
0: Rochelle's apartment is what we do. We
1: do. And we often... Um, load up the downstairs neighbors with cookies as ways to say thank you and don't hate us for jumping on your head at 2 in the morning. But swimming also provides that sort of multisensory feedback because um, being in the water, first of all, just the pressure of being in the water, although it's not you know significant, it's still your whole body is getting feedback. And then you can spin in the water and as you're learning to float in the water and as you're learning to swim in the water – your brain is getting that sort of same vestibular right. feedback but in a way that um you know takes gravity out of it hmm. because you can learn how to float now he's a crasher he loves to jump and crash right so there's i'm i'm interested to see how swimming does cuz there's not as much crashing unless he's jumping into the water
0: yeah i mean one thing i've w- i've been thinking about a lot is my childhood was very different than yours and also from his in that at a young age, I was allowed to, I had a lot of independence and was allowed to go outside. I had the dog, I would go outside. It was like three, four years old. So I think about Declan at his age and I'm like imagining him in a a house. Now he'd be going outside.
1: With elopement.
0: Yeah, going outside to just explore and we lived in Lake Arrowhead in California and I would just we would just walk to each other's houses we walked I mean it's one of those things that like growing up you hear the joke about like oh I walked uphill both ways in the snow oh
1: yeah my dad said that
0: yeah, way. yeah your dad did but I walked uphill in the snow a mile in kindergarten and then downhill so I walked uphill one way so I really did walk uphill one way mm-hmm. in in at five four or five years old, yeah. And I and 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 I was at the same age, damn near the same age Declan was, whereas I was the oldest kid in class.
1: Right, with your late birthday.
0: Because I had the late birthday, and, um, what was the where were sh- shoot I lost what we were talking about. Sorry.
1: Well, you were reflecting on your own childhood I and was. how it's different. And no, so, no, and then the fact that,
0: like, the fact that Declan won't be doing those types of things. Like, I can't imagine he's going to be walking to school. No. Um, but th- I learned a lot in doing that. Sure. You, you, I mean, I, I, I me, my best friend, um, all of our friends, we would, we would walk to school, especially as we got closer to middle school because school got further away. Um, And you dealt with different things, you know, people picking on you. And I mean, kids were throwing rocks at me and throwing lit matches at me and stuff like that when I was in middle school. Still, my bike, throw it in a dumpster down the street. Um, And then I started fighting back as I started getting bigger.
1: Yeah, without any real awareness as to why some of these things were happening.
0: Oh, I knew why they were happening because the people were picking on me. That's all I knew. I just knew the people were picking on me.
1: Well, I know that, but you didn't know, you didn't have a sense of why they were picking on
0: you. I mean, I thought because I was fast in school. I was fast and and I would, yeah, like I would see that I was smarter or in some ways. But the the thing is that the kids were like smart, were always female.
1: Right. Like the smartest kids
0: were always the girls in the class.
1: That's because girls mature faster in a lot of ways. But
0: then like when you were in PE and if you ran the mile faster than everybody and you ran the mile in less than five minutes, people were like, oh, what do you think you're better than everyone?
1: Oh, that's just, okay. So that's a good point. Actually, I'm really glad you brought that up. Because that type of behavior, we, I don't think we've done a really great job of explaining to our kids what they are experiencing when they run into a kid like that.
0: I wish we had a pool in school. That would have been amazing. That would have
1: been amazing. But we, I think it's really important, especially as parents of neurodiverse children, but also for yourselves. Like it, for all of us, actually, I think that it's really important that we start learning how to recognize someone else's ego. And their insecurities, because there's a lot of value in understanding that what you're hearing come out of another person's face, especially when it's negative, is has more to do with them and how they are feeling than anything to do with you. That guy, that kid saying, oh, you think you're special? Like, that's because he's insecure and he doesn't feel up to par with you and it has nothing to do with you. If he could say the other half of what he's thinking is, man, that kid's fast. He doesn't share the compliment portion of what he's thinking. He only shares the negative parts of what he's thinking. And you're walking away thinking, oh, now I'm, you know, you're walking away feeling defeated. And I think that's crap. So let's start really shining a light on the fact that when someone says something to you that's negative, sometimes they might have feedback for you. Snap your chair. But most of the time it's because they're telling you how they're really feeling on the inside.
0: And I've just broken Michelle's chair. Hold but, on one second. <laughs> let me just tweak my microphone. That was such an accident.
1: <laughs> it's not a bit for clarity's sake, it's not a real office chair with wheels. So please it don't. is
0: it is a deck chair. It is a patio and chair. And I feel like a real deck breaking it.
1: <laughs> well played, sir. Thank you. No, I saw you trying to back up, and I'm on carpet, and it's not a real (laughs) office chair, and I was like, "Uh "Uh-oh, this is like the
0: worst." That is like my worst nightmare, because I take such good care of my own stuff. No, you
1: do, excellent, and other
0: people's stuff, too. So, like, if if I had borrowed this chair for whatever reason, no, you have a great sense of responsibility. Yeah, because so I just I feel really no,
1: it's okay. It it actually isn't broken. Like anyway, here's
0: that snapped piece of your chair. (laughs) Just wanted you to have that.
1: Thanks. You're welcome. Episode twenty two, it's all good. The chair still works. I feel more bad for you because because I broke it (laughs) because
0: because I'm the one sitting in it when it broke. You know what? I blame your brother because he sat in this chair how long? And I'm assuming there maybe maybe a little bit of that structural integrity. There was a little structural integrity (laughs) that was like 15 compromised. What your brother?
1: Yeah, he's like six twelve. Well, yeah, but I mean, he's skinny.
0: Whatever, I'm skinny too.
1: I'm skinny. So anyways, we were talking about...
0: Structural integrity.
1: We, <laughs> sure, emotional integrity. But we were talking <sighs> about um, when you were little and you yes. were in school and, and yes. kids were saying crappy things to you mm-hmm. and I suggested that them making fun of you for oh, being Oh, I thought you great, were going to
0: suggest I go back and kill them all.
1: No, that okay. karma will take care of everyone. Like Those are all lessons in contrast for different all reasons. Right. We don't have to worry about that. But okay. You
0: know, damn it, I touched the microphone again. It's okay. I am messing up tonight. I'm sorry, everyone. It's all this water.
1: (laughs) I do filter my water, you know. Just for the record, um, I did look up while you were talking, Mm. and I used to ride, we used to ride our bikes to school too when we were in elementary school, first, second, third grade, and it's 1.2 miles. And we would go without supervision a lot of the times. We would just ride our bikes to school.
0: I walked at five years old.
1: We would ride our bikes, and and
0: at five years old,
1: yeah, five seven. Yeah, but I, I mean, we're seven. talking
0: eighteen ninety seven. I mean, what year I was are we born talking? in the eighties. Okay, eighteen eighty seven. No, not
1: the <laughs> 1880s. Oh, Okay,
0: Me yeah, it's a
1: different time back then. Like, I can't imagine sending Declan to school on a bike. You know, even point two miles away. Like, I just I wouldn't do that now. But, um, but I did get a lot of that. Unsupervised time where we were responsible to get ourselves to there on time. I mean, by that point, you got to remember in my family, you know, gosh, when am I seven or eight years old? There's there's three or four kids by now. Yeah. So yeah, we had to get ourselves to school. What's crazy
0: to me? I was talking to a friend who has a kid who's six. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, here's this. This is a sentence or like a paragraph my kid wrote," and I'm just like, "Declan can't talk." Right. He's going to be writing paragraphs in three years. Mm, I don't know.
1: Kids develop at different times. That's right. I mean, his speech took off once we got the Eustachian tubes and he started, you know, I mean, yeah, it took six months or so for him to start hearing things more clearly for him to develop the speech and articulation. And but yeah. now he's got the language. So yeah. he's, he's getting, it's there. getting there. He's getting there. I mean, and spontaneously talking, and he's coming up with things. But he, he just as-
0: scribbles. Like, if you ask him to, like, I the other day, I was, uh, yesterday, actually, I was like, draw a circle. Because I was trying to get him to draw a snowman, so I drew a mm. perfect snowman. Oh, that. And he was not having a snowman. He just drew scribbles and was like, Dad, this is my snowman. This is my snowman. Aww. I was like, all right, that's cool,
1: man. It's cool. cool. I was trying
0: to be, you know. It's trying to be cool about it, but it was scribbles.
1: That's okay, because he will develop in his own time, and he's got that late birthday also, so he's got three more years of daycare, which is nice because um, it gives him a little less structure, but it's still structured, you know what I mean? So he'll have some spontaneous time to kind of work through things he wants to work through before he's put through the rigors of you know, keeping up in a school environment. So we've got time. Yeah. We've got some time. I'm excited about swimming. We're going to start next week.
0: I'm excited about swimming too.
1: Yeah. And I what well, we saw when he got his bicycle Life changing. Um from, for his birthday, I yeah. mean, just a week of riding, not even a week, but like two straight Three hours days. of riding in Three different bike. days. His brain just seemed to light up like a Christmas tree. There were just So much more speech, so much more clarity. The the sentences got longer and more complex. And you know what Mm -hmm. he did the other night? Now, one of the challenges that he has, um, he struggles with what's called sacral sitting, and it's another occupational therapy um, term. But sacral sitting is when you don't sit up straight on your sacrum or on your sits bones, and you're, you know, you kind of allow your back to collapse or you allow your back to roll into a C curve, and so it's really it, it's structurally challenging but you're kind of like sitting back like this and if he's sitting on the floor he'll do that and he'll sacral sit and no matter what we have done for the last year we haven't been able to get him to sit up straight we've put wedges under there we've put pillows in his back nothing's really worked well it's not good from a low back standpoint but also brain integration that he continues to sacral sit because that's the bottom of your, of your brain stem you know down in those nerves into the sacrum and into your hips so guess what he does I'm cooking dinner and I hear this, bump, 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 and I'm like, okay, well, there are all the pillows, just hit the floor. And I go to walk in to change the laundry, and I hear, Mom, I up here. Mom, I up here. And I'm like, okay. So I walk in the bedroom, and he has cleared off all the pillows, all the blankets, of and he's sitting up on his dresser which by the way is only about two inches higher than the bed and it's a it's a big long dresser so he's sitting on top of this dresser with both of his knees up but he's sitting straight up mom look i up here now at first i would you know your first reaction as a pair would be like oh my god get down ah," and freak out but my brain looked at it and went he's sitting up straight and I realized he can't sit up straight when he's sitting on the bed or on a couch as easily because, you know, just of the soft seating. But he's he found a flat surface to sit on and course corrected this sacral sitting that we've been trying to do for a year. And he did it all by himself.
0: That is excellent. Right. I'm very proud of him.
1: And then he did it again. Like every time he's been over here, he continues to repeat it. So. Yes, you know, they always tell us don't compare your child's development to anyone else's. However, that becomes a little bit crap when you start to notice that even though every child does develop within their own times and their own ranges, there are parts of development that are kind of taking longer than those ranges. And and then you're like, oh, can I worry now, you know? And so you go through these periods of being a parent where you're like, so what am I supposed to worry about? What am I not supposed to worry about? Oh, oh, there's something to really worry about. Okay. And then it sends you down the road of evaluations. And then it sends you into this entirely different life of, you know, understanding language and diet and sleeping habits and sacral sitting. But at the same time, things do kind of, they, they, they find their own way in their own time. Yeah. I mean, you did, just like we've watched you do.
0: Yes. You're expecting more. Um, <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking at my list of things to talk about. Oh, I wanted to talk about something else, that's why. Okay. But let's finish what you're talking about. No,
1: first. I'm I'm done. I'm just saying, like, just, you know... I think it's important to jump in when the kids need intervention and early intervention definitely does work. And then yeah. there's also a beauty in letting the rest in letting them evolve at their own pace for the things that, you know, they can have some input on. So what's that? What else is on your list?
0: Oh, um, the idea of talking about. Um, so I saw this I, and, and I don't know if I talked about this on a previous episode or not, but if I did. Uh, here's a reminder. Um, I, you know, cause I, I was seeing a therapist in Colorado and then I was in California trying to see that same therapist and then I'm, now I'm in Georgia mm-hmm. and the psychiatrist I was seeing, I am no longer seeing, but the therapist I was seeing, I am still seeing right for whatever reason. I don't understand how that works. Different. Yeah. No, but it's still important to talk about, um, so the idea being that I saw like a meme or something on, uh, one of the autism groups I'm, um, member of on Facebook and it was talking about how if, uh, if you need to see a therapist or whatever, I don't know, I don't, now I don't remember, but I just know that if you, if you, if you, if you move out of state, um... You you don't oh that's what it was it was that uh, someone was like oh you know I'm seeing so many different new therapists it, I'm just gonna start a PowerPoint presentation yeah I've seen this one and it's it's just gonna be like for my therapist to be like here I'm not gonna sit there I don't because I and and I feel that way I don't want to sit there and explain to a new person all, all the, the stuff yep I'd rather just. Send them something, and so um, my current therapist, who I'm seeing, is is saying like, well, you can send the release of information, and they can talk to the other therapist. Oh, and, and they get your will medical records, and get your medical records.
1: That's a smarter way to do it. And
0: and of course, it's funny to think like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know. So who knows? I don't know how that works. Like, are they gonna well, charge you, you for to, it? Not
1: usually. Usually, it's part of the new client paperwork. Well, they'll ask for a medical release. And if there's a medical release in new patient paperwork, you know, it looks scary because no one ever really explains it, but I'm glad you're bringing this up. So basically what you're going to want to do is fill out, it's two parts, you'll need to know who you're giving permission to and who you're giving permission to access. So it's like if... You wanted a new therapist to access your current therapist records. Your new therapist would need to give you the medical records release form with their contact information on it. And it would basically say, who are you giving me permission to reach out and get your medical records from? And then there's a, there's always like a business name in the middle. Yeah. And you, the only thing you need to provide is your therapist name, their address, their business name, their phone number and or fax number if you have it. And then sign it. You have to sign it. And medical records releases um, are usually valid for one year unless designated, unless you designate a specific time frame. But all they really need is one time to go in and pull all of your current records with that facility or that person and then bring them into their practice. And then your medical records follow you. I actually have to do this tomorrow morning. This very same thing because mm-hmm. we're changing ENT doctors um, for Declan and... Um, I'm changing him over to the same practice I'm at. So when I'm there tomorrow for myself on their letterhead, I will fill out the medical records request for his previous soon to be previous doctor so that they'll send everything over to his soon to be new doctor. And when we go in, in February, the new doctor will have a chance to catch up on a year and a half worth of records and we don't have to say anything. Hmm. So That's good. I'm glad you brought that up. One more thing not to I do like the idea of a PowerPoint though just because yeah. the one piece you love
0: a good PowerPoint
1: well I do but the only thing that might be missing in the therapist or the medical records is your feelings about all the things that happens because the therapists are just going to record what, what yeah. they observe and see from their point of view that's true
0: are so, we Are we done for the day?
1: I think so my all foot right. is literally falling asleep
0: so. okay alright well I'm Blake and I'm Rochelle and we will be back I suppose I should put some music on here.
1: Please do. It's good music.
0: All right. Thank you. Which song should I use, though? You're the master. How about this one?